Cardinals haven't played football in a while, it seems. Um, we've got a fun game we're going to play that we'll play throughout the offseason leading up to the draft and free agency. Sign them, draft them, or both. We're going to hit three position groups and what we think the Cardinals should do. Sign one, draft one, or do both. Alex Nancy, Bob Rock, Locked on Cardinals. Let's go. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise it up. Alex Clancy, mm-hmm. Bob Brock, Locked on Cardinals. Follow him at Bob Brack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. We're so close to 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. Tell your friends, tell your pets, tell your kids, whoever. Um, we'll get there soon. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Um, yeah, you know, we're going to th- – just a little teaser. I don't know if we're going to do it this week or sometime soon. Bo had this great idea that we're going to take one full podcast and compare the Arizona Cardinals from the beginning of last season through the end of this season with the Cincinnati Bengals. Two head coaches that there was question marks surrounding if they should have been hired to begin with. They had one year, and then they had kind of their their second year, and then through you know this season, and things were drastically different. One is sitting at home, and one is going to be at SoFi Stadium in two weeks. So we're going to do an in-depth look at what went wrong and what the Bengals did right to get to where they are, where the Cardinals are now sitting at home after starting 7-0 and 10-2. But today, this is going to be fun. So we did our first mock draft Monday, yesterday, the way too early version. And Bo and I, we agree on a lot of things here regarding the draft, and we disagree on a lot of things like normal. Um, Wide receiver, offensive line, cornerback. Three position groups that the Cardinals are going to have to focus on, whether it be through the draft, free agency, or both. We're going to play the game, draft, free agency, or both. Start with the wide receiver group. Um, At 23 overall, and this is obviously barring any sort of trade-up or trade-back scenario, that it's wildly possible uh, with the 23rd overall pick, especially with the Cardinals not having a fourth or fifth round pick due to the trades of Zach Ertz and Marco Wilson flipped, respectively. Bo, wide receiver. Yeah. Draft, sign, or both? I say that you draft one, but at the same time, Steve Kime has been terrible. He not, has been garbage when garbage. drafting <laughs> wide, wide receivers. Yeah, it's keeping up with the garbagios with Steve <laughs> Kime and his uh, inability to draft a wide receiver. But then when you look at the free agent market, it's going to cost you premium dollars to get somebody in that's an established wide receiver not like if i look at the secondary like wide receivers like the dj sharks you know i think christian kirk's in that group um yeah i think that's where you can kind of do both you're gonna have to do both right because probably you're gonna watch aj green walk out the door unless he's gonna take a pay cut christian kirk that's one of those ones where you're gonna have to figure out is there middle ground there you know who christian kirk is at least from the organization standpoint he's a fringe wide receiver too um, you need a playmaker, you know, for the second consecutive offseason opposite DeAndre Hopkins. And like, 
you know, you, you can't go bargain. You can't go bargain DVD hunting in the Big Ben at Walmart because you, you got to get somebody. This is Kyler Murray's really his last D year on his rookie scale contract, and you can really kind of wildly irresponsibly spend. Oh, man, I think it's where you 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 have to hit in the draft wherever you take it, whether it's first, second, third round, um, and then you get somebody like a shark on on the. Uh, on the free agent market. But if you're going top tier guys, I don't think they're in on those guys. Do you? No, I think, I think the answer is draft here. And I think the reason why is because the, those funds need to be allocated elsewhere because you're not going to go after an Allen Robinson or a Chris Godwin or guys like that. And we talked about this yesterday. Kenny Galladay is going to look at the caution, look like the cautionary tale uh, from what the giants did and you know, how little he played. Allen Robinson has been a little bit healthier than Chris Godwin, but Chris Godwin's probably the better receiver, but you put Allen Robinson somewhere with an able with, with an able-bodied quarterback, I mean, Allen Robinson still got plenty of juice left in the tank. I mean, he's not mm-hmm. like a in Allen Hearns, uh, the guy that he used to play alongside in Jacksonville, who kind of sputtered out after going to Dallas and elsewhere. Um, but I do think that it is a fool's errand to not only sign a running back to big money, but also sign a wide receiver to big money. DeAndre Hopkins showed the DeAndre Hopkins with that long-term extension that just showed how thankful the Cardinals were for the year that he produced initially because they hadn't had a wide receiver one in a long time. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald hasn't been Larry Fitzgerald for five or six years, like full on since 2015 or so, you know? So it, I think it's draft only. And then you could sign tertiary guys, sign wide receiver threes or wide wide receiver fringe twos Mm -hmm. um, that aren't going to be as expensive as Christian Kirk. Yeah. So I think we're both kind of on that plane and, Listen, there's always good wide receivers, but you're right. It's like all of this. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, all these great things would be possible if. Right. If Steve Kime knew how to draft, all things would be possible. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, a couple of publications have pointed out uh, where there's Revenge of the Birds or Pro Football Focus, uh, you know, that the Arizona Cardinals have swung and missed and really not invested in premium positions uh, where they're trying to, they're going to have to play catch up this offseason. It's going to be big for them. But one that we're not going to get into. And we're going to do a, talk about future episodes because I think every offseason we need to do this in honor of the DeAndre Hopkins trade is who's your DeAndre Hopkins trade this offseason? A guy that you'd never envision hitting the market and was available that ends up on the Arizona Cardinals roster, kind of like your pipe dream, uh, who, who you would want that uh, you wouldn't think is necessarily available but became available. Maybe you could pull a trade for somebody that's got a, a little bit more of a team-friendly contract than it's going to cost to get those wide receivers out there on the free agent market. Um, you know, and, and DeAndre Hopkins even said when, the, when Zavin Howard, uh, the, there was all the speculation about the Miami Dolphins cornerback that he is willing to restructure. He's got the top cap hit on the team. I, I wouldn't be shocked if that that happens or it doesn't happen uh, this offseason where Nook, uh, gets a little bit of a restructure well, to his contract. And you know what? Who who was my name? Who was my name from early last season? Was it Beckham Jr.? Yeah. Yeah, that they could have they could have yeah. uh, gotten know, in there. Yeah, and it's uh he's gonna be a free agent. So like is he gonna garner I mean is he gonna want to leave first of all if they win this like if they win the Super Bowl and we'll talk about this a lot like infused throughout you know free agency in the draft if the Rams win the Super Bowl. That could be the best thing for the Cardinals. Yeah, and it's it's weird. It's convoluted, but it's also 
that could be just the dispersion, like like spring raids on you know ants or whatever. It's like, okay, we got one. Now mm-hmm. I'm gonna go make money elsewhere, which happens all the time, you know. And if Odo, like if they don't win, Odo Beckham already has a taste of it now. He has a taste of a stable organization for the first time in his career. Yeah, you know, since he's grown up, you know, it, with with the Giants, he he had you know Eli Manning and say what you want, but I don't know if they truly ever meshed. And then you have Matt Stafford. Like it's could be a completely different, completely different situation. Let me let me throw out two names, and you can poo poo them right away if you want. But like Brandon Cooks, I mean Houston continues to do the rebuild. I know he's undersized, but he continues to perform on a crappy team. His second season uh, with the Texans, another successful one for Cooks. Or could things, you know, there's been so much pressure and so much uh, scrutiny and. And criticism as far as the Baltimore Ravens receiving core goes, mm, could you maybe get your boy Hollywood Brown back yeah. with Kyler Murray? That's interesting. I don't know. No, I mean, because uh, I mean, Brandon Cooks is he's expensive, you know, yeah. like that dude, that dude. I mean, the fact that he's gotten traded three times for first round picks, unbelievable. Um, <laughs> but you know what he's done? He's put together a really, really good resume where he's yeah. been. You know, and I just don't know, like, are they are they one tricky enough to where it's not going to benefit the Cardinals down in and down out? You know, yeah. we don't know what Hollywood Brown is. We have no idea what he is. You know, I mean, especially with Lamar Jackson, like, I I, I don't know. Uh, but I, I like where your head's at with him because he's still on his rookie scale deal. I don't know if he's garnered a first-round pick, even though they don't use him. They drafted Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. I don't know what that offense is going to look like, but I do know, as you mentioned, it's Mark Andrews and it's everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Clancy, Bulbrock, Locked on Cardinals. We're going to hit offensive line next. Draft, sign, or both. That's next, Locked on Cardinals. First, oh man, there might, might be less football being played, namely with the Cardinals, but betonline.net has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season from sports totals, player performance props to where you, the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. A little hat tipping to my co-host, Bo Brock, will be spending some time in Los Angeles next week covering the Super Bowl for the Locked On Podcast Network. Um, I guess 99 people said no, so luckily, (laughs) I mean, at least Bo's ahead of me in the pecking order, which is fantastic. The Locked On Cardinals will be represented out there with Ross Jackson, our fearless leader, and uh, a couple others, so that that should be fun. Um, You know... After t- the wide receiver position is so interesting because it's supposed to be like the most stocked pond, regardless of who's wearing the number, because like the offense is supposed to be this juggernaut with Kyler Murray. And it's like, it's supposed to elevate these wide receivers. And it just, it, it, there's been something off towards the second half of two, two uh, seasons in a row. And you wonder, is it like, say Odo Beckham Jr. does come in, just one year, ten, mm. just hypothetically speaking, comes in, it's team-friendly, and he wants to be here, you know, whatever. Say, you know, he marries Cliff Kingsbury's sister, you know, you know, whatever. Say, like, something happens where it's, like, a match made. 
can this offense make two wide receiver ones happy? Yes. Oh yeah. If he if he marries Katrina Cliff or Katrina Kingsbury and they live <laughs> happily ever after, I mean it, it. Like I was wrong. I think I was pretty pretty down on Obel, Odell Beckham Jr. in Cleveland, and I thought that he was the issue, and that uh, wherever he went, it was just going to end in ugly divorce. Where that wasn't the case. It was just a match made in heaven as far as the Rams go. Just think about what Odell Beckham Jr. could have offered the Arizona Cardinals down the stretch without DeAndre Hopkins, especially in the red zone, and how key OBJ has been in the red zone for the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, that's what the Arizona Cardinals were lacking. And I'm going to stress this, like the Arizona Cardinals have to get an option, you know, opposite DeAndre Hopkins. They just have to. And it's got to be at the wide receiver position. Like they've found solutions at running back. But in the passing game, if DeAndre Hopkins, if 10 can't go, you're kind of SOL. Like he's the one that's elevating the play on the offense, especially as far as the passing attack goes. It's not Kyler Murray, unfortunately, yet. Because when we saw DeAndre Hopkins in that lineup, it was a completely different uh, offense. They were more efficient in the red zone. And guys like A.J. Green had success. Christian Kirk had success. Rondell Moore had his little bit of success. It was all with DeAndre Hopkins in the lineup. And without him, this offense struggles. So you're going to have to find you have to find someone B. And yeah, the targets are there. Absolutely, the targets are there. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, it could be addition by subtraction where you just you just kind of you just trim the fat a little bit. Sorry, Christian Kirk, go make your money elsewhere. Go be a pro bowler elsewhere because it seems like it's just not going to work here. You know, you have um, you have Rondell Moore and then you just need the other bookend. You need another wide receiver, one wide receiver fringe uh, fringe one, which which I agree with offensive line. Uh, I'll go first here. Um, mm-hmm. Drafts, draft free agency or both draft sign or both. This is both 100% out of, you know, however many things <laughs> I can say. Yeah, 100 times out of 100. Bring as many as you can. This is not This is a numbers game for Steve Kine. Because, again, he doesn't know how to gauge talent. Now, Kelvin Beecham was probably his crowning achievement up to this point. Uh, bringing in somebody who, I mean, Justin Pugh has been on the team for longer. He's had more, more up and downs. Kelvin Beecham, they brought him in for just over a million bucks. Then they signed mm-hmm. him for two million dollars a year, and he's been a great right side of the line to, to complement DeAndre to complement DJ Humphreys. Now, I think the interior of the offensive line is obviously the weakness of this uh, of this offensive line because what happens is again, if Justin Pugh and Justin Murray or whoever is playing that day can't do their jobs well enough, even with the help of Rodney Hudson, that makes Kevin Beecham and DJ Humphreys' job more difficult. So look at what happened, even though Kansas City lost, and I mm-hmm. guess that's a bad example at this point, that offensive line towards the second half of the season was masterful because they, mm-hmm. they brought in, they signed a whole a whole bunch of money, and then they also drafted Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma, who I think was a, is a pro bowler. Mm-hmm. So if you can sign, if you can draft an interior offensive lineman and bring one in as well, I mean, yeah. I feel like that's immediately gives Kyler Murray more time, which in turn makes his offense better. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you, you've got Rodney Hudson. He's going to be here. He's going to be that mainstay. He's going to be that center, and he's going to be the kind of calming influence, veteran influence that you want on the offensive line. We'll see what happens with DJ Humphreys, if they can restructure, if they can figure it out, if or they're just going to roll with him in the final year of his deal, and he's going to make a, have a cap hit upwards of $19 million. Uh, Calvin Beach, as, as you mentioned, the options there. 
Um, Josh Jones, I know a big, big uh, frustration for a lot of Cardinals fans out there because of all the penalties, but he will be developing. He's got a year under his belt, his first professional year. We witnessed it. He had some flashes early on. Can he build off of those? I think so. I think he's talented enough if he can kind of work through the penalties. I mean, young offensive linemen struggle with that anyways. Um, you know, can, he could be a part of it. And I think that there's enough continuity on this offensive line, which I think is key, um, just with cum- communication and the way that Kyler Murray gets out and runs. And, and those guys can kind of have that uh, unspoken, you know, communication that you need to bring in, yeah, maybe two new faces, and but you've got enough continuity in there. You, you have to draft somebody. You have to. Like, when was they didn't, they drafted a, a center in the seventh round last year. That was the only offensive lineman that they took. Michael Manette mm-hmm. out of Penn State. I don't right. think he ended up, he didn't end up on the final roster. I don't think he ever dressed. He might have been on the practice squad for a cup of coffee or something. But outside of that, I mean, they haven't invested in in the offensive line. Josh Jones, the previous season in the third round, they've got to. You have to. You have to invest draft capital in the offensive line. And if it's in the first round, great. If it's in the second round this year, if it's both, do it. You have to get younger. You have to get stronger. You have to get more physical on the offensive line. Yeah. I mean, this is obviously, you know, I mean, and I don't, (laughs) there's just so much. (laughs) <laughs> There's just so much. I mean, Ronnie. I mean, Ronnie Hudson's been a vision, even though he didn't grade that well. Pro Football Focus didn't grade no. him that well. Um, again, I think it's more difficult when you have uh, not top tier guys to the left and the right of you that's making your job a little bit more difficult. Uh, but yeah, with, without Ronnie Hudson, I mean, this team would have been towards the top. Kyler Murray would have been sacked probably towards the top of the NFL. Coming up next, um, we're gonna hit you know more position groups later. I just wanted to hit these three because it seemed like they were, at times, the problem spots for this roster. We're going to hit the cornerback room next. Locked on Cardinals first. It's like my child has come home. I get to talk about rockauto.com. Again, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. So it's now impossible, pretty much, for your chain local storefront places to have all the parts that you need. Okay? So going there and saying... Hey, I need this. They might not have it in stock. So you drive down there. You have no idea what you're doing like me. You're like, hey, I need this part for my car, man. And they're like, well, we don't have it. So uh, you can now drive and waste more gas and go home. But use your GetUpside app for that. So <laughs> rockauto.com has you covered for pretty much everything. You save time and money. Okay. Why choose to spend 30 or 40 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain storefront or car dealership when you can go to rockauto.com? They're a family-owned business. They've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are their prices are reliably low. They have everything you need from you know, brake pads to tail lamps, everything. They've got you covered, okay? Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for all of your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, final segment, draft, sign, or both. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're close to LOC2K. Can I say that? <laughs> Is that stupid? It's probably stupid. Follow him at Bob Rack. Good. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe wherever you find your podcast, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere. 
you can find us during this offseason. We're going to be jam-packed with high-profile guests like we always bring on. A lot of Cardinals talk, a lot of debates, a lot of what-ifs, a lot of mock drafts on Monday. Every third segment of Monday from now on will be a mock draft. Monday, um, yeah, we're going to be here for you for the entirety of the offseason because really there is no offseason in the NFL. So we've hit wide receiver. We've hit offensive line. Now it's time to go to the cornerback-specific room. We'll keep safeties out of this, Bo. Mm-hmm. Draft, sign in free agency, or both? I think this is a position that you can address uh, solely if you wanted to through free agency. There are enough guys out there. There's not enough money to, to go around to all these guys where they're going to make their market value. And you could potentially you know, get in on a, a deal that, that makes sense for both sides with, with a guy like Stefan Gilmore, a, a guy that's kind of long in the tooth, can still play at a high level. You know, I, I don't care. I, I'd love to see the Arizona Cardinals in on, on Gilmore's former teammate with, with New England and J.C. Jackson, who's going to be a free agent, but it's going to cost you, you know, 18 to $20 million a season for that. And I don't know if they can play in that sandbox, but, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, they need to be, like, if you look at the Cincinnati Bengals, they completely reworked that defensive secondary just through free agency. You know, they, they brought in three to four guys, and mo- a lot of them made some big plays throughout the postseason. You know, whether it's like, uh, Mike Hilton or Eli Apple or you know um, they they've they've they brought in three guys that play a ton of snaps for that defensive secondary and they were able to completely rework it where Steve Kime just kind of he brought back Robert Alford and he used two draft picks on it and you can draft somebody but look we know the 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 learning process and how many lumps you can take with a rookie corner I don't care how high you draft them I think if you get guys in that have experience especially in the postseason and playing deep. Uh, into into uh, you know December and January, that that's good enough experience for that position, and they know the angles, and they can that that's somewhere you could where you can prove uh, enough to where you can get up to speed. You add them, whoever it is, two guys, add them to Byron Murphy and Marco Wilson, and I think that you're in a in a good spot. Yeah, I I would say both. Um, we saw Patrick Sertain come in and make an impact right away. Uh, poor J.C. Horn got hurt very early in the season, so we didn't get to see him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you need to do both. Like, again, I could be I could be convinced to drafting an offensive lineman or a corner in the first round, just like where we were last year, because neither of those needs were met. Um, I I think that a strong secondary is still is still something that can keep you in games, regardless of how bad your pass rush is. Yeah, look at you know, look at Cincinnati. I mean, they were rushing yeah. three against yeah. Patrick Mahomes, and they were yeah. winning in coverage against Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. It was insane. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I think this is both also. Um, I, you know, it, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with the running back position in the draft because if they don't draft somebody in the second round, which is, you know, the sexy time to draft a running back now, they've got plenty of time to go wide receiver, offensive line, and, and, um, and corner. Uh, mm-hmm. it, we'll see what happens with – with uh, as you mentioned with Adrian Wilson on Monday, if, if they're going to get an extra uh, uh, compensatory third round pick for that, which mm-hmm. could be another place to potentially draft a corner. I, I just don't know what we don't know what the game plan is going to be for Steve Kime ever because have we we haven't heard from him since since they right. lost. Um, you know, pick a game plan and stick to it. If you draft an interior linebacker, interior defense linebacker again, inside linebacker again, I'm like. 
tallest building happens, in Phoenix. I'll you'll I'll see you up there. I'll meet you up there, and we'll just we'll won't try be to sunbathing. talk to each other. <laughs> it won't be sunbathing. I've got um, very fair skin. But here's what I'll say: is like, where do you trust Steve Kime? Do you, do you just play to your strengths? Does he just work the phones on the trade market? Um, you mentioned the running back position. Like one of the places I actually trust him to scout, whether it's guys in the free agent market. Like he was able to find you know, James Conner, where the Steelers had written him off and most of the league had written him off. It was a very uh, team-friendly contract for one year. I trust him to to look at the running back position. Like, the Cardinals have been a top 10 running back, a running team every single year under Cliff Kingsbury. And, you know, he went and he used a, a fifth-round pick to trade for Kenyon Drake. And then he, he, he got James Conner. Like, he's drafted David Johnson before, even though we all know he wanted Amir Abdullah, but he still had you know, the, the, after a duel was off the board to take DJ, I think I trust him at the running back position and whatever plan he has, I'll, 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 I'll trust that in trade market. I'll trust that. But as far he has to rework how he approaches the offensive line, wide receivers and cornerbacks. And that's what really what we talked about today. Um, and, and like, if, if there's a Casey Hayward jr. Out there who had a solid season, yeah. it was like an afterthought, get him, sign him. Don't let him just go and like just sign with whatever team's kind of like, okay, we'll sign Casey Hayward Jr. Go and get it. It's a it's a weakness. Yeah, it's a Trey Boston situation where they needed yeah. they needed safety help and they went and got him for one year. And I think I don't know, there's something weird happened towards the end of that. Oh, they brought him in, it didn't work, and then they ended up signing him anyways. I can't mm -hmm. remember. I can't remember what happened, but um when it comes to like It's just uh, the the fact that Robert Alford and and Malcolm Butler were the, the that was the that was it. You had the whole mm -hmm. off season, mm -hmm. and then you trade up and draft Marco. Will like that was it. That was like we're rolling with this. Mm -hmm. I just this is a cumulative constant bash fest for somebody that does not deserve a job like that that's what this is this isn't just because of last year if you look at them being 11 and 6 last year you think that's the reason why we're talking about him needing to be fired or i am at least open your eyes yeah look at what we're talking about here this is a snowball that's rolled downhill for the last let's give him the benefit of the doubt 18 19 20 21 the last four seasons it's been rolling downhill and this is, these are the residual damages. This is the collateral damage of what mm -hmm. we're looking at with a general manager who legitimately is the worst drafting general manager in the NFL. I think, what, what was this? How was since like 2016 or 2017? Mm -hmm. Legitimately the worst drafting general manager in the NFL. Right. Yeah. And we have to talk about mock drafts like he's going to do a good job <laughs> this time. So I don't know. Like, that's why I just get... I hope it works. Yeah. But but the it's always more expensive to trade for a player than to draft one. Always, right. unless you're drafting number 1 overall every year. Like it is always more expensive. Mm. Like Zach Ertz, somebody's going to offer him 2 years and 20 mil with 8 mil guaranteed or something next year. You think they're going to be able to keep him? You're out right. of your mind. Yeah, I mean, we haven't. Yeah, the tight end position, the tight end room, and, and mm. as far as the edge rushers, it's it's uh, you know if you don't play your cards right, it's it's going to be pretty barren, and it's going to the Cardinals are going to be in a tough spot 
even with Marcus Golden come back, uh, you know, Chandler Jones, we'll see what happens there. And he, I know you got JJ Watt, but you know, you're going to have to figure something out. Uh, the, the team is, is light on pass rushers right now and, uh, and tight ends. I mean, Max Williams and, and Zach Ertz, we'll see what their, what their future holds, but, uh, other positions to look into. But I, I, I think, you know, Sidney Jones, we saw play, make a couple of plays against the Arizona Cardinals for Seattle. I think he's a free agent corner. Like there, there's so many options at the cornerback position. It's just like relievers in baseball. Like you can get a guy and he can come in and he can pitch big innings for you. It's just the same thing as snaps for corners. If they've been there, they've seen it before and they can make plays that can potentially take you from with the depth. If that, if you add it, uh, you could be going deeper than, than certainly did 2021, 2022. Alex Lanty Balbrock locked on Cardinals. Um, that was fun. We're going to do that. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that maybe Tuesday of next week. We'll do the same draft sign or both. Um, I'm sick. I like it. It's just, I'm sick. We had these same, the reason why is because <laughs> we had these same exact conversations last year. Same exact conversations. We could have replayed this podcast from last year <laughs> with different names and it would have been the same thing. I'm sick. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>